Well, Jim, this morning here we have Kirk Levine with us, uh, who is the assistant manager in the kitchen. And Kurt, uh, welcome to the radio broadcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Kirk, how many years have you been here at Haven of Rest? I've been here, it'll be nine years in January. And you didn't originally hire in as the assistant food service manager. Right. Where did you start and kind of what's your journey been here at the mission? I started as a cook. Um, I wasn't really looking for a cook's position, but, um, you know, the Lord has a way of drawing you in. And what really, really sold me on the place was the ability to minister to people. Amen. Well, you know, Kirk, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that nine years. And the reason, Jim, why we're doing this is Kurt is going to be retiring here very shortly. And uh, we're going to miss you. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about your nine years coming in as a cook. Really didn't want that position. But finding out through that position that there was a lot of ministry opportunities. So let's talk about coming in as a cook. What was that like for you the first, maybe the first month? Well, it was okay. Um, I had spent all my life working. I've been a working pastor. And I really didn't want to go back into the food service side of of the labor force. But I knew when I came in the door the first time that this was where the Lord was bringing me. And I, I was satisfied in that he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got through the interview process, I felt at home. And Kirk, we've had an opportunity um, you know, when you first came in, I was the director of men's division, mm-hmm. and uh, you, front right from the start, had a passion for discipling men, and right. uh, and then you've had the benefit of being bivocational, where you have you're a pastor of a church, and then you worked also at Haven of Rest. Uh, I know there's many pastors of smaller churches that that's their story. They have their bivocational to make ministry happen, and uh, so I know through the years you've had a chance to mentor a lot of men who are on our residential program. Uh, what has that meant to you, and, and what have some of those experiences been through the years? Oh, Jim, that's been so rewarding, because I look back at the time prior to ha- Haven of Rest when I worked for Trinity Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I was with them for 24 years, and, you know, we reached the world, but it's so much different when you reach one-on-one mm. in person. And so over the years, just— just being able to minister and to pray with people one-on-one. Um, I look at the success stories like Ronnie Muzzy. Yes. Um, you know, and the different ones that I'm probably going to forget anyway, mm-hmm. but have meant so much to me. Um, Dylan Wandling. You know, I, I probably could sit down and write it down, but— um, it's just been great, and that's been more rewarding. And I've said this before to other people. While Trinity Broadcasting was great, and I thank God for that and for those years there, it was more rewarding in the last nine years. Mm. Amen. You know, Kurt, and I many times, and not just during lunchtime, during maybe— morning prayer time when you guys are down here, there are many times you were one-on-one with one of the men talking to them. And I think, Jim, you know, as you build that relationship with the guys, not only are you building trust, 
But Kirk, correct me if I'm wrong. You're, there's also a mentorship going on there. Right, right. Um, when the day does come that I do retire, the thing I will miss the most is the relationships that I've made with the men that are still here even, and even those living in this area. I won't miss the food side too much, <laughs> you know, because that can be done anywhere. Mm-hmm. But when you had them, have them both, you know, right in front of you, that's been that's been so rewarding. And and the guys, I always make sure they have my phone numbers. My number hasn't changed. My cell phone hasn't changed in 24, 25 years. Hey, that's great. So <laughs> they can always get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And I think. You know, this is a pastor's heart talking uh-huh. that you have these had this opportunity to pour into people. And uh, in the same way that God has, has been able to just change your life, you're able to be that vessel, right? That, that willing vessel that can be that for someone else. And, and uh, God got to marry two of your skills together and that both the, the calling of the pastor and then your talents as a cook. And uh, it's just so cool to see how he has a way of in ways maybe we never saw coming. Yeah. How he can weave those things together. And so there's been some other things that maybe you didn't see coming that's leading to some of these next steps that you're having in life. Um, What's on the horizon for you that's kind of led to some of these changes? Well, we had been looking for a home down in central Ohio. My son-in-law is a realtor. And so every day he's on it and been looking. But it, it would be like we would find something that was pretty close, but then by the time we got to it, within a day, two days, it was sold. And, um, you know, we got pre-approved for our loan and kept looking, kept looking, kept looking, and it was like it was never going to come. And then my wife, um, she had been in Hawaii several several years ago with friends, and they own two homes down in Newark, and she had, or they had found out that we were looking for a home and contacted her and told her, you know, the details about the house that, that ha- they had up for sale. And so my wife asked, well, how much are you asking? And the lady said a certain amount, and my wife said, Okay, and, you know, it's more than what we're approved for, so, but thank you for sharing with us anyway. So my wife goes on shopping in Walmart, and pretty soon she gets a phone call from this lady, and she said, my husband and I, who are missionaries to Mexico, Mm. said, my husband and I took it to prayer, and we believe that it's more important for you guys to be here than the added $60,000 that we had on the house. Wow. And so we go into the house with $60,000 equity, and we've been in the process of moving. Wow. And then there's some special people down there. Mm-hmm. There's a reason you're moving to Newark, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We When we came to Akron, um, we raised both of our children here, and— um, now they're grown up, and they have kids, and so now we think it's time that we go down and we spend time with our kids and our grandkids and 
half of the city that I don't know that's related to me. Okay. So you have know, a lot of family. We have there. a lot of family. Probably three to 350 relatives. Oh, wow. That's a large so family. If I want to start a church, it's there. That's <laughs> right there. Now, are you planning on doing that? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Retirement. Retirement. So you're right today, as we talk, Jim, it's Sunday morning. Uh, you're in the process of moving. Is that correct? Yes. And, I, and it's funny. We were talking before the program, being in the house that you're in now, 35 years or 30 years, whatever that number is, you have a tendency to accumulate a lot of stuff. I know that. And, and I know you're experiencing that right now. Yeah, we've accumulated a lot. And we've got our big things moved out. We're working room by room on the smaller things. And um, it's like a never-ending process. But I know one day it'll come to an end or there's going to be a big curb sale, you know. <laughs> but it, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Very good. Now, Kirk, wouldn't you say one of the things to be true, if I could pull a little bit of a extra spiritual undertone to the idea that you've accumulated a lot of stuff through the years, you know, all three of us here on this radio broadcast, we made a, a choice to follow the Lord in full-time ministry. And often there's some sacrifice with that. Mm -hmm. And there were other careers we could have taken that maybe would have earned more money. But I think, uh, and I, I want to hear it from you, but I think that we found God to be so faithful as we walk with him. And He's provided what we need. It might not look like everybody else. We don't have to keep up with other people. But I know for myself, I can look back and say, God, he met us exactly where we needed. And more often than not, he actually went over and above. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of musical instruments. Um, we have given away so many pianos and organs. And it's like, Every time I would give a piano away, somebody would call me about a piano. And I don't turn them down because that's a love of mine. Mm -hmm. And so we kept accumulating, you know, we'd accumulate a piano and then an organ, and I'd find somebody and give it away, give it away, and give it away. Right after COVID, when we had to close our church, mm -hmm. well, I had a grand piano. And... um I gave it away to somebody on the other side of the state. And the scripture that comes to mind is, given it shall be given you. And so I'm kind of ducking on that one. I don't want anything bigger than a grand piano, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, God is faithful. He's so faithful. And if we would learn to just release and trust him, he'll meet our needs. Yes, and, you know, that's a key word, release, let yeah. go, yeah. Uh, trust, uh, his faithfulness. As you, you give something away, God can provide that's right. in so many different ways. You know, as we look at nine years, uh, Kurt, and you're in this transition of moving, and uh, I know that move for you is a, almost two hours away. Maybe it is two hours away. That's a big— Looking back and looking at the nine years here at the Haven of Rest Ministries— um, in all the, the interaction that you had, how do you see God working? He's confirming himself to be a restorer mm -hmm. and a renewer. Um, so many of the shattered lives that are here, he restores back to new. 
and refreshes. And it's, it's a simple story for God so loved the world. And we see it almost every day here. He's doing things in his children's lives, people that don't know him are coming to him. And to me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, Kirk, it's so good. Um, again, I'm just hearing that, that pastor's heart come through. Um, I think about uh, Gary Meeks, who was a former chaplain mm-hmm. here. Um, Gary used to say, oftentimes we'll see men at their worst, mm-hmm. but then we also get to see them at their best. As they, as they give their heart to the Lord, um, there's that transformation that begins to take place. And, and we as a ministry have the tremendous blessing of giving that, that man back to his family, That's right. giving them back as a husband or a father or a son. And uh, yeah, I don't know if there's, there's so many things in life we could chase, but I don't know if there's anything that could be more fulfilling than walking with the Lord and seeing him transform lives. That's right. And uh, so God in his faithfulness, I think he's also shown, and you got to see this firsthand in the food service department, him supplying the needs of the mission. I mean, daily, just the generosity of people as God lays it on their heart so that we can provide the meals for the folks that come That's in. Right. Have, have you, you've probably seen some, some pretty amazing donations We've come We've seen through. a lot of amazing donations. Uh, days when we didn't know what was going to happen, we would, we would get a donation. The buzzer would ring. We'd open the door, and there would be what we would need. And that's happened several times, more than, more than several times, a lot, mm-hmm. when we thought, man, what are we going to put together for a meal? God's been faithful. Yes. And I remember, yeah, there's multiple stories. You know, it reminds me of Jesus feeding mm-hmm. with the, the loaves and the, of bread and the fish. And at times you wake up and you come in and you're thinking, my goodness, I wonder what we're going to be able to do. We only have a little of this and a little of this and how God provides. What a, And that's a blessing and a testimony in itself of God's faithfulness. Well, you know, Kurt, here we are coming to the end of the program. Uh, you know, like I said, we really appreciate your nine years here. I know you still have a little more time here um, before your last day. So how could our listeners uh, continue to pray for you and your wife? And as you go into this, I guess, a new chapter of life, as you go down and minister to your children and your grandchildren and family, because that will be a new ministry opportunity for you. Sure. And that's what it's all about for us, um, to lead our grandchildren and others that we know to the Lord. Um, We'll be involved in a smaller church down there that we helped get going about a year and a half ago, and um, it's going very good. And so just divine appointments and connections. Very good. Well, Kirk, we want to thank you for coming on the radio today and also for all these years of ministry that we've got to do together. Uh, I know that Uh, We're grateful, and I know that the many men who you've been able to speak to and influence and and mentor in the Lord, uh, whether they're listening today or not, they're very grateful too. So thank you, Kirk. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, Kirk.